0: Hi everyone, Stuart here. Just a quick apology for a slight dip in audio quality in this podcast. We were displaced from our preferred recording studio and had to work in somewhere with not the best acoustics, but we hope that you managed to enjoy it anyway. Thank you very much. Welcome back to another episode of the 4th and Forever podcast. <laughs> Sorry for that introduction, Darren. I'm painting you already, but um, we made it. Episode 2. People actually want us to come back and say stuff. That's actually a lie. I don't know whether or not they want us to come back and say stuff, but there's
1: you got like two comments saying that we should come back.
0: Yeah, that's good enough for me.
1: Yeah, that's enough to
0: keep talking about the NFO. Yeah, absolutely. As long as someone says uh, hi to me on the street, I'll be like, oh, cool, you want me to keep going with this podcast? Yes. Yeah, you got it, mate. No problem. Um, so we should probably call this uh, episode 2A uh, because this is going to be the first of an eight-part series, uh, right into a series, of course. Really almost feels like a real podcast, eh, Dan? Yeah. Uh, on the draft needs for each NFL team so we're going to try and keep this about five minutes per team so that's 20 minutes per division nice and like bite-sized for everyone a little bit different to the 80-minute behemoth we came out with uh, last week which took me a million years to edit because it turns out that we are terribly incoherent and slow down and pauses everywhere so like I'm sure that'll come better with practice don't you think?
1: Don't tell people that. <laughs> <laughs> we've
0: got to be honest. We're, we're being a meta podcast. <laughs> yeah. See really if you can be cool if, if, if anyone can go through the podcast and um, uh, pick that. out the particular, yes, that's it. That's the thing I do. <laughs> I tuck. If you can pick out the moments where I've either missed doing that or uh, or the tangent you think that we've edited out, then uh, bully for you. Good job. Twenty minutes per division. Um, we're going to start with the NFC West, and uh, first of all, we're going to start with the team with the first pick of the NFL Draft, and that is the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, we're going to set our own little timer going just now, just to keep us about right. Here we go. So, Arizona Cardinals, obviously, first first pick in the draft. There's all sorts of questions going on there after a terrible season. they already have their quarterback, or do they? Josh Rosen are uh, going to be swapping him out for Kyler Murray. is what a lot of people seem to think because of Cliff Kingsbury. Um, do you think that's their, the best thing they should be doing in the first first round? And how should they be going in some of the consequent rounds?
1: I would say that if the um, Arizona Cardinals aren't sure on Rosen or if Kingsbury wants Murphy, then that's the right decision. You need to trust your quarterback. You have mm-hmm. to build around, especially in, in like an offense like Kingsbury's that has to be a quarterback you can trust, um, and he feels can learn the scheme he wants to implement, so I would be taking Murphy first overall, if that's... Murphy. If they... Mur- Murphy. Murray. You said
0: Murphy, Okay, yeah, I think i Byron Murphy. Too busy looking at our quarterback rankings. Um, <laughs> Murray. Murray, yeah, so Kyler Murray, Murray, you you think that's where they should go first overall, so you're foregoing the idea of Nick Bosa completely. Is that out of the window for you?
1: Yeah, I, I don't think Josh Allen... Oh my God. Josh Rosen, wake <laughs> up. Finish your coffee. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, yes. Number one overall. I think that is the right decision for them. They have a system they wish to implement for Kingsbury that I don't know if Rosen can do. Um, he isn't as elusive as Murray, so other than investing in a lot of money on offensive linemen that aren't really available, they do kind of need to change that. They need someone who can get away from pressure and throw the ball a bit further down the field than Rosen was able to do In terms of should they be looking at getting a Nick Bosa I just think quarterback's too important a position um, to pass up if you think that Murray's going to be the future Of course
0: there's always the chance that they could trade back slightly, I think about the only teams that would be looking to go for a quarterback uh, would be Oakland Raiders, maybe is what some people are saying personally I prefer Derek Carr Uh, New York Giants Possibly Tampa Bay Buccaneers. If, if Nick is not going to be a thing, then where else do they need to improve? Defensive line, uh, offensive line, wide receiver, they don't really have many options. So what do you, where do you think they might go? Who might be available around about round two? So they'll have the, you know, the 33rd pick in round two and the 65th in the third. What sort of depth are you going for there?
1: Well, the Clemson boys will probably be available. Mm. Um uh, be,
0: uh, Christian Wilkins and Dexter Lawrence, you think?
1: Yeah, I saw in a couple of drafts a few other um, Clemson defensive players that are kind of highly rated as well. I wonder about, they need a the defensive tackle. Mm-hmm. And it seems to be one of those positions now that it used to be very big body players. Like the, the two Clemson defensive tackles that are coming out are both over 300 pounds.
0: Yeah, Dexter Lawrence nearly... 3 4 2 is what he's listed out on my yeah. thing here, which if, is ludicrous. Yeah, if
1: you look at you know, um, the players that are doing well in the league, they're smaller, more athletic players, um, like Williams, who is going to go in the top five probably mm. um, from Alabama. The, I don't know if you can't get, if you're going to pick the quarterback and you're not going to have a top 10 pick on a defensive player, I, I don't know if it's worth taking one of these guys in the second round. Mm-hmm. And maybe Saving that pick For um, a wide receiver Or a skill player To help mm-hmm. Murray There's a couple Of offensive linemen From Oklahoma That are quite mm-hmm. Highly mm-hmm. Rated Maybe do what The Colts did And bring him on One of his mates To help mm-hmm. him Get the system A bit quicker
0: Yeah well there's Every um, every chance That it could Potentially still have Marquise Brown uh, His Oklahoma Wide receiver Still there uh, Come 33rd uh, We've got Number 27 ranked on our board at the moment. I reckon you probably still get better value at other positions, so uh, there may may well still be quite a a lot of good, like half decent offensive linemen out there. You might get someone like Greg Little from Ole Miss, uh, 6'5, 310 pounds, still pretty athletic for his size. And then if you're going back even further, uh, it just kind of depends on how things have panned out, but yeah, I, I can see them working on that offensive side of the ball because it's the sort of Kingsbury domain, yeah. um, but and, and also going forward, offense looks to be more important than defense in the NFL right now. Like as as a lot of people were saying last year, there was no such thing as a top five defense. There was just the like the, the, the slightly above average defense that there was available. Uh, so offense has been seen as a premium.
1: Yeah, I, I just see defensive tackle and edge, which are probably in their highest positions. Need like which need. They're just such skilled positions and such important positions that you would be taking a project mm-hmm. as you start getting down to the second and third round, especially with such a defensive, heavy draft. Yeah. Um, so unless they were to trade up to get a defensive tackle or an edge, I yeah. don't see the reasoning by getting one in the first four rounds, yeah. I just think. D- depending on... other positions that are stronger.
0: Yeah, depending on who's out there, uh, there is... Every opportunity they could get one on offense with Kyler Murray with their first pick. And then there will still be more likely to be the defensive-minded players at the top of the second. Uh, maybe even sliding down into the third, you might still manage to get some of these guys because, like you say, it is really, really deep on, on defense. So, yep, that's us for Arizona. Moving on next, we've got the Los Angeles Rams. From what I can glean so far, I would say that their primary place they want to be looking at is cornerback and linebacker, possibly into, I would say they could always do with putting someone else on the offensive line, but you could say that about any team. There's always always room for another offensive lineman. Where do you see the Los Angeles Rams going with
1: the 31st pick? I, yes, very If it was pick, me, yeah. and I'm not a Super Bowl contending GM, but... I would be trading that pick. I'd be doing a a Patriots, Mm -hmm. um, try and get into the second round and maybe get a couple more picks for next year or later this year. Mm -hmm. There are a few cornerbacks available. I think as you get down to the end of the first round, you're going to have missed out on a couple of the really ready-to-play ones. And then any cornerback that's going to be at 31 is probably going to be a little bit of a project. Yeah, I think um, in terms of
0: the cornerback class, it goes... Between Grudy Williams, Byron Murphy and De'Andre Baker, they're a bit of a toss-up. Any team who is in need of a cornerback might take them slightly higher than they're supposed to, but they'd be worth it if they can improve their team. Uh, after that, it's a bit of a drop-off.
1: If you know you can get, like, Rock Yassin from Temple or... Uh, Great name. <laughs> yes, a really good name. Or Trayvon Mullen from Clemson, mm-hmm. you know, a pro scheme in, like, the late third round. Mm-hmm. Why use that pick when there's going to be so many teams that are looking for maybe overpay for a quarterback mm-hmm. at 31. So like a, a Drew Locke might still be available. A team might come in for him at 31, kind of like the Ravens did with Lamar. Mm-hmm. And they're going to have offers that for that very first pick, especially if there's still those quarterbacks on the boards. I don't see, there's not a massive need for them. They can pick up a cornerback in free agency or in a trade, if they miss out on who they want. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I reckon they'll, they'll listen to trades, but um, it just depends. If there's someone there who's fallen down the draft boards, they may as well take a leap on it. It could obviously be a case of, we'll take the best person available at any position. Um, like There's a, a, a few guys who might just drop because of uh, things that have happened in the pro day or off the field. I, I don't think players like Ed Oliver is going to drop like fall that low. Uh, Montez Sweat has uh, had a couple of things come up in terms of his health, but those are very, very high-graded like, players who couldn't possibly fall that far, surely. the other position that we thought they might look at is linebacker, but again, that depends because that's the other um, position group which is particularly low in this draft. Uh, for a defensive draft, there's not really much in the way of linebackers that we would rate particularly highly. You have know, Devin White out of LSU, but he's probably going to be a top 10 player. And then just below him is the other Devin, Devin Bush out of Michigan. But then after that, there's a bit of a drop-off to the likes of Mack Wilson from Alabama. In, in terms of impact players at linebacker, at the moment, not really much going on. If one of those guys is not available, I can't see them reaching for Mac Wilson unless he's available by the time he gets to their pick in the second round. Yeah, hard to, hard to really glean where they go
1: with that. I just can't see them spending that pick if they don't really need to
0: well they're they're so rich at so many positions I think a lot would put them down as having the best starting roster in the NFL right now apart from maybe perhaps the Chiefs who uh, you know they might be about to lose another wide receiver who knows (laughs) Uh, (laughs) so depth and ageing players they might want to bring in people to sit behind like Andrew Whitworth on the line yeah, I don't know. Like, the Rams
1: are a tough one. Um, they've, they've got a lot going on, a lot in their favour, and they'll pick up someone. I think... My, my theory are is... Are there players... Are be, best,
0: a- best player available, as long as it's not uh, quarterback, running back... Yeah, quarterback or running back, really. A- anyone else who's there, I'd just say
1: if they're good enough, take it. The, the Rams do seem like the kind of team that are going to pick one of these mm. um, alliance linebackers mm. and try get them through training camp and see if see if they work I just i if there are teams that want a quarterback still sitting and there's still quarterbacks on the board when the rounds are picking I just can't see them actually using that pick mm-hmm. they can probably get a second round pick and a couple of thirds if they really wanted to for people trying to trade up to get into the first round yeah it'll be an interesting one but as long as their offensive line stays healthy and Jared Goff's um, accurate, then they're going to be a contender again next year. So they, they yeah. don't really need to spend a lot of this. An awful lot of that
0: relies on the head coach and whether or not he's been found out or not, as some people were trying to say towards the end of last season. But uh, I guess we'll, uh, we'll get into a discussion on that a little
1: bit later on. History is defined by young princes going against Kings and losing. So I think <laughs> losing to Belichick in the Super Bowl was not too big an issue, but it's how he rebounds from it. It'll yeah. be, be interesting to see.
0: Only a matter of time before someone else takes the throne there. Next one we have on our list is the San Francisco 49ers, who are picking second overall. Basically, cornerback, safety, wide receiver. Everything. Everything. Uh, they, they could do with building in that O-line as well linebackers although they've just spent money on Quan Alexander yeah where do, where, where do you see them going with the second overall pick because we've not really seen much talk about what they might go for uh, because people seem to be so focused on what the Arizona Cardinals are going to do with Kyler Murray
1: they've got a great opportunity there to get a franchise defining player so they they'll need to be clever with it I think from their free agency move so far it does look like they're leaning more towards Nick Bosa because they, mm. they need the pressure the edge rusher whereas they have already got D Ford in mm-hmm. free agency and Quan Alexander so they're building a very good defence yes and if they get Nick Bosa and they, get, they had the lowest um, turnovers last season mm. f- as a defence so they that's not a good thing you need to get the ball in your your quarterback's hands and, and, and win possessions that's how the, the Rams and Saints got to got through the NFC last year so Mm-hmm. If they can get a couple more defensive players, a ball hawk, cornerback and a, an edge rusher, then they're going to be in a great position. So I would say Nick Bosa would be my definitive pick at that one, as long as he's healthy. Yes. So I'm sure they've, they've taken him in. He's come out and said that he believes he is the best player in the draft. Of course, he would say that. Um, He's not going to
0: say, oh, maybe like, you know,
1: top 15. At least he does have a bit of history to back him up, other than some of the other players that have come out and said that. Um, I had a friend who tore his abductor muscle behind his abs and he was injured for two years. So Mm. having a core muscle injury is a big deal, especially when you're squatting and you're pushing off like that. So it's going to be important. But if he clears all the medicals, I don't see why you wouldn't take Mm. him there. And are injuries just, a problem for the Bosa family is that uh, yeah.
0: is it, like would Maybe. they would, would, would taking Quinn and Williams be a bad move or is it something that you could you could say like I would say that I could see why they might take Quinn and Williams over Nick Bosa um, because Williams does look like he's a, he's a potential game wrecker if, if he works so, out to his potential you could end up having Aaron Donald and Quinn and Williams as the two best interior alignment in the league in the situation. end it's,
1: it's, a, it's a good problem to have mm. If you imagine that the Jets know which one of these two they want, mm. and they were t- or someone in fourth or fifth or sixth know that they want Williams or they want Bosa, and then they trade with the Cardinals to get the first pick, so they definitely get their man. Oh, it's, it's going to be a very interesting one because if if the Cardinals know that no one is going to take Murray, mm. then they might trade that pick, yes. knowing that they can get Murray at five before the Giants. It could completely change, but I think have, be, picking between Bosa and Williams is a good problem to have, and if it's only one of them available, they'll pick the other one, but if they have the choice of the two, it's going to be an interesting five minutes they've got mm. in that draft room, because they will have done extensive scouting on both, but I think an edge rusher is really important, especially having an edge rusher on a rookie contract.
0: Yeah, They'll, they'll, have, a, they'll have a plan for pretty much anything that's going to happen ahead of them, I'm sure so going back a little bit further to what they might do in the later uh, more like the, the second so they might be able to pick up someone like well we were talking about Taylor Rapp a little bit earlier on
1: yeah uh, safety I've... out
0: of Washington um, he would be a, a potential pick up there possibly you would have other people at wide receiver available we already mentioned Marquise Brown might still be around We've got AJ Brown out of Ole Miss uh, and Keel Harry is someone whose stock has kind of fluctuated quite a lot uh, around about there, where would you see them going with the, their second and third picks, maybe?
1: Well, in Garoppolo, um, I was listening to Kevin Clark talk about how, in paying Garoppolo 41 million last year, which was a lot of money to pay someone for 41 million.
0: They have. Oh, let, let, let's pay someone for about how many snaps? <laughs> uh,
1: it was like 30 or something. He got injured oh, after boy. five snaps in That's the second game. Sad. But in having that, they've now got Garoppolo on a very manageable deal. Mm-hmm. So if Garoppolo's on a manageable deal, then there's a lot of room to do things, and I think they'll go. They'll go defensive. I think they'll keep trying to build those defensive players. So a wrap at safety would be a very good option. Then a couple of cornerbacks might still be available, like Love and Baker might still be there. So they have great great options. Um, Garoppolo does need weapons. I just think that at the moment you can pick up players in later rounds or that haven't been drafted or even a Des Bryant in free agency just to give them that safety net Mm -hmm. Um, I I think they're going to go very defensive because if they can build a very defensive team Mm -hmm. then Garoppolo is one of the guys you do want very cerebral very accurate you know he'll be able to keep the ball moving forward and as long as they win possessions I think they'll win games yeah smart
0: guy capable of controlling the ball Uh, We obviously saw that uh, with his first season in San Francisco. Sadly, we didn't get to see much of it in the second. But, yep, he'll be back for next year, hopefully fully fit and ready to go. Uh, Moving on, uh, next up we've got the Seattle Seahawks. They are picking with the 21st pick in the first round. They do not have a second round pick, as that's been traded away. So they're going to have a bit of time between picks there. Perennially, a pretty well-performing team, even when they start so slow pretty much every other season, where would they find value in the midsection of the first round here? So we're thinking along the lines of they could go with an edge rusher. They're missing some pieces off of that defence. Earl Thomas is gone, so you need someone in its safety. They want to be a team with a good safety. The, the, the difference in like ball distribution when Earl Thomas is in the lineup up to when he was not is incredible. It was next-gen stats. It was really, really good. See if you can Google that one. Offensive line safety, edge rushers are primary ones. Also, as they always need every year, another wide receiver.
1: Yeah, but then they seem to make do. It will be good to see what um, the Seattle Seahawks do. It will be a very clear indication of how they're going to go moving forward. I think it'll have to be taken into account as how long Pete Carroll wants to continue coaching this team. Mm -hmm. Um, If he wants to build another Mm defence, then I think you take... A defensive talent with that pick, and you get him into your new Legion of Boom, and you maybe draft a safety. Uh, you draft a safety later. Or you try and pick up someone who's available. Yeah. Um, not,
0: like I don't see much in the way of elite safeties in this draft. Though. No. So um, unless they're going to be trading around picks, you're probably not going to get a Taylor Rapp or uh, Nasir Adderley, uh, Deontay Thompson in the, th- in the, in the third round. yeah you, you might get lucky maybe maybe Jonathan Abram out of miss state but it, it's, it's kind of kind of a reach so what, what would be the best value about mid rounds there you probably maybe be looking to get an edge rusher you might be able to get someone like uh, Brian Burns out of Florida State uh, uh, that guy uh, Jachai Polite out of Florida he's, uh, he he's a maybe look he yeah. looks good mm-hmm. yeah. I've heard a lot of people have some varying accounts of what he's capable of?
1: Where do you think they would go? To be honest, if you're going to pay Wilson,
0: yes, the and they want to win,
1: will. They need to protect them. Yes. So I think there's going to be a much much more value at all line at that pick than there will be for defensive players in the positions they're looking for. Mm-hmm. So I think it's such a top heavy defensive draft in terms of the positions <laughs> they need. I think by the twenty first pick, a lot yeah. of these players are going to be gone unless other teams make stupid mistakes like take tight ends or wide receivers in the top 10. The I tight ends thing is another discussion that we have. Yeah, going to pick. I, I don't see them picking a player that's defensive if most of them should, should be gone by then. Mm-hmm. But teams are going to reach for quarterbacks, they're going to reach for offensive players, so it really depends on how they sit there. And it could be a case that if they sit there... And there's nothing. They can trade back into the second round and get a wrap.
0: Yes, absolutely. But I, I definitely agree that O-line is where they should go uh, nice and early. So around about that area of the draft and the 21st pick, you're looking for something like Andre Dillard, maybe Cody Ford out of Oklahoma, Greg Little from Ole Miss, some big body guys in there. Yeah, you need to protect Russell Wilson. The, like, can you imagine how good a quarterback he would be if he's given time and he's not constantly running from his life? I mean, some of his most incredible plays come when he's running from running for his life. But he is also a really good thrower of the ball, and if he's allowed to stay in the pocket and pick people apart, then that's going to completely change the game. And I, I, I'm still a, a very firm believer that Russell Wilson is. Possibly, well, I'd certainly
1: put in top five quarterbacks in the league, possibly even top three. Some NFL teams have very similar problems to some NBA teams where the way the draft is set up, if you are quite good, you miss out on talent, unbelievably. And sometimes you need to kind of tank to get a bit more talent because the Seahawks oh, have tanking. kind of sat at 15, 20 in the draft for a few years. And if you think of the players that have come through in the past few years that have gone in the top 10, and the Seahawks have, like, imagine Nelson on this offensive line. Mm. But they, if they're continually trying to win, they're not going to pick in the top 15 ever because they'll always make the playoffs. Mm. You don't get the generational talent that you other teams have got. Mm. So they're looking to kind of piece together an offensive line where other teams have actually got their McGlinches, their Nelsons, because they have had... Bad seasons where they've got to pick in the top five.
0: Mm. They're in a similar position, but an opposite end of the spectrum to a team like the Miami Dolphins, who also somehow seem to end up with these sort of middling Wild records. Card. But yeah, so they, they somehow managed to get up there despite the fact that they look like a terrible team. But the Seattle Seahawks always look like there's a lot there. They always look like a good team. But then they'll get like first round of the playoffs, and they'll get bumped out and uh, then they don't get the chance for that, like I say, generational talent. But uh, maybe we'll see some whaling and dealing from the Seattle Seahawks before we're done. Yeah.
1: So overall, what do you think of the West? Is that the conference to look out for in this draft? Or It's an, 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 a lot of
0: intrigue, especially since you've got the top two draft pick teams there, and the Cardinals and the 49ers. Hard to know what the Rams can do from where, where they're sitting in the draft, but they don't have too much in the way of needs. I reckon they're addressing most of their problems through free agency. Seattle, they're just going to be Seattle. They've yep. just always uh, got this particular way about themselves. It's very much Pete Carroll's team.
1: They'll draft a basketball player at right tackle that's never played <laughs> football and somehow manage to make him a pro bowler.
0: Yeah, probably. It just also really depends on what Russell Wilson's going to be doing. There's a little bit of questions. that I've been hearing a couple of things about he might be looking for somewhere else to go. That, yeah, that, that depends on whether the Seahawks begin rebuilding or not. Because if they do, does he want to be part of a rebuilding team? Yeah, I
1: did read that he wants to be the first $40 million a year quarterback and Seattle are not the kind of team that are going to pay that. Yeah. So we'll see. I, I like this division, mainly because it's a very intriguing division, but it's also probably got the least kind of... Out of all the teams that are in this division, they're, everyone seems to have a plan Um, There's teams that just haven't got a plan at all, whereas the teams in this division do seem to have a plan. So it's going to be a very interesting division going forward. Mm -hmm. Can't wait to see what happens.
0: Cool, interesting. So that will do it for the NFC West. Yeah, so we'll catch you next time. Goodbye.